The sermon I'm bringing to you this morning is called Ways to Get Lost. Ways to Get Lost. There are all kinds of ways you can get lost. You can get lost like a tourist gets lost. Lost in some back alley bookshop. Lost in the taste of a crunchy pastry for which you don't know the name. You can get lost like an amateur astronomer gets lost. Lost in the vastness and the wonder of the night sky. You can get lost like a lover gets lost. Lost in the sound of his voice on the telephone. Lost in the look in her eyes. But you can also get lost like I got lost my first week at Baylor. You get lost asking anyone, everyone, excuse me, do you know where I should be right now? Do you know the way I should be going? You can get lost like a pilot gets lost, calling out, mayday, mayday, I'm lost, I'm lost, hoping there's someone out there who can hear your call for help. You can get lost like a campfire gets lost. Once you were burning so bright, but now you feel like nothing more than cinder and ash. Do you know what it feels like to get lost? You can also get lost like a sheep gets lost. That's the first story that Jesus tells. The story of a sheep that somehow wanders off. A sheep that gets separated from the rest of the flock. It turns around and where is the 99 gone? The sheep that got lost. I asked my friend Claire in Australia, who's a rural veterinarian, how does a sheep get lost? There are a number of ways a sheep can get lost, she tells me. A sheep can get lost by getting sick. A sheep can get lost by getting stuck. A sheep can get lost by getting scared. Or, and this is the one I want to focus on this morning, it might just take a really tasty piece of grass over here. <laughs> or an interesting smell in that direction. Or something shiny way over there. And soon enough, the sheep turns around and it's lost. Lost by being distracted. When I was a kid, I was well acquainted with the information desk at my local mall. <laughs> Are you lost? They would ask me. No, I'd tell them. My dad is lost. <laughs> We'd be at the mall to get just one thing. And uh, my dad would see something interesting in some shop window. Or maybe he'd see one of those big red clearance sale signs. And I'd turn to my little brother and sister and say, where is dad? Where is dad? <laughs> I was eight years old and better at t staying on tasks than my own father. <laughs> he worked for the Australian Navy. Can you imagine? It's a good thing for the Australian government that there are no 50% off sales at the bottom of the sea. <laughs> but I can be hard on my dad. 
It's easy to get lost by being distracted. It's easy to get lost spiritually by being distracted too. I have these mornings, and maybe you do too. I really do mean to have a quiet time. But I wake up, and there's text messages on my phone, and Facebook, not TikTok, because I'm old. And uh, soon enough, the half an hour I had free in the morning, it's just disappeared. There are night times where I come home from school, and I really do mean to pray before I go to bed, but I am so tired. All I want to do is binge watch HBO, and then I fall asleep on the couch. There are those Sundays. Yeah, even for a preacher, there are those Sundays. Where I really do want to go to church, but maybe the students in the room can give me an amen. I've got a paper to write. Well, there's a friend from out of town, and it's the only time we can meet up. They're just little things, but these little things really can add up. They're kind of like a piece of grass over here and an interesting smell in that direction and then a shiny thing over here. And soon enough, you turn around and you think, where did my relationship with God go? Maybe you can relate. You know what it is like to get lost by nothing more than being distracted. You can also get lost like a coin gets lost. I imagine this coin in Jesus' story, the woman holding it in her little leather pouch or purse. Perhaps it was tucked into the pocket in her dress or held loosely in her hand. And at some point it slipped, popped, rolled its way out and (laughs) fell down into the cracks of her slate stone floor lost by being dropped. At the church I used to pastor in Massachusetts, by the way, Slim, it was 135 years old, that church. But don't worry, I wasn't there for all 135. (laughs) We used to have this guy, elderly man, his name was Uncle Wayne. And Uncle Wayne was famous in our church for repeatedly forgetting his teeth. He would forget his teeth so much, we actually assigned a volunteer at our church to call Uncle Wayne on Sunday mornings before the service. Uncle Wayne, have you remembered your teeth? There was one night he was leaving to go home after dinner at his daughter's house. And as he approached his car, he realized, oh no, I've forgotten my teeth. He turned back to the house, and that's when he saw his daughter in the kitchen window. She was tipping out the scraps from his dinner and his teeth into the kitchen sink. And before he could say, oh no, she reached out her hand and flicked on that incinerator. His teeth were lost by being dropped. In November of last year, there there was 
a man doing some routine repairs on the outside of the International Space Station. While he was doing those repairs, he dropped his tool bag in outer space. <laughs> that tool bag has been hurtling towards the Earth for several months now and is visible from here through a telescope or pair of binoculars. That is a really long way to lose something. A really long way to be dropped. Maybe you know what it's like to be dropped a really long way to. Jane has a hard time at church. It really would be easier for her to worship God if her father growing up hadn't been so angry. She got lost by being dropped. Xanthi was a teenager I knew. She was the kind of teenager that Christian youth pastors call on fire for God. That was until she went to a youth camp and a leader abused her on that camp, lost by being dropped. Braden, he went to one of those mega churches, you know, the mega churches with the mega ministry and the mega star pastor that he mega believed in until the media showed that this megastar pastor had mega screwed up. And now Brayden tells me, Allison, I really do believe in God, but I just can't imagine myself crossing the threshold of a church ever again. He got lost by being dropped. The church has too many of these stories. We're meant to hold on to each other. But <laughs> our purse strings are too loose. Our hands are too sweaty. Our pockets are full of holes. If you were here this morning by some miracle, you made it here this morning and you have been lost by being dropped, can I tell you how sorry I am? Lost like a coin gets lost. Lost by being dropped. You can also get lost like a son gets lost. You can get lost by deciding to get lost. That's what the son in Jesus' famous prodigal son story does. He wakes up one morning and decides, I don't want to live on the family farm anymore. He goes to his father and says, I want my inheritance and I want it now. When he asks for that inheritance, he's essentially saying, I don't want you to be my father anymore and I don't want to be your son. He takes that money and he gets as far away from here as possible. Lost by deciding to get lost. When I was 24... I decided that I was done with Christianity. I had been around the church and around Christians all my life. 
And it was getting to the point where I started to feel like, you know, it's, I'm kind of, it's kind of imprisoning me. And I wanted to be free. And the truth is, some Christians have let me down. I felt like God had let me down. I didn't even know if God was real anymore. I didn't know if any of this was real anymore. And so I went to my husband and I said to him, look, I don't think I'm a Christian anymore. I had decided that I was done. It might seem kind of weird for me to tell this story in a room full of people who are at church, but here's the truth. I kept going to church. My husband made me go to church. We lived in this apartment block that was separated by a long bridge from the church that we went to down the road. Every Sunday night, he would drag me basically across that bridge. I walked across that bridge like I was a toddler having a tantrum. I mean, there were times I felt I was pretending my legs were broken. I went into that church service. Yep, I stood for the hymns. I kept my eyes propped open for the sermon. And then I went home. I was done. I was lost by deciding to be lost. Maybe there's someone here who's decided that too. Someone's dragged you to church. Maybe it's working out for you. But maybe you are like I was when I was 24. I thought I would be so free. But I cried sometimes. And I didn't feel like my life had purpose anymore. Maybe you don't feel like me. Maybe you feel like the lost son in this parable. All his wild living just left him with a bunch of regret. He was ashamed of the things he'd done. He found himself in a living situation he hated. He was poor. He was hungry. Jesus said he longed for some food to fill his stomach. And you know we're not talking just about physical food right now. But Jesus also said no one gave him anything. How does a man come back from being that lost? How do any of us? It is a truth universally acknowledged that when you get lost, you stay right where you are and you let the not lost ones come find you. Isn't that what we tell our kids at the fair? Stay right here. If you get lost, stay right here and I will come collect you. <laughs> this is what people in the Navy do too. If they get lost, they drop anchor. First thing to do, drop anchor. Stay right where you are and let the unlost people come collect you. This is what Kevin McAllister did in that great 20th century story of lostness, home alone. He didn't go buy a ticket to the south of France. He stayed in his house and prayed that his mom would come and collect him. And you know those uh, stories about the lost dog? The dog that sits patiently and waits for its master to come collect him? 
What if God is like that? What if one of the things that we can do in our lostness is to stay right where we are and let Jesus Christ come collect us? What if the best thing that you could do this morning if you are feeling lost is in the song after this or communion after this to sit right in your pew and say to God, God, I'm lost. Will you come collect me? It's a little bit of an act of faith as a pastor to say just... Stay right where you are, right, Slim? Stay right where you are and and let God come collect you. But we were just singing before about something I know about God. I trust in God, my Savior, the one who will never fail. A whole room of people sung, I sought the Lord and he answered. What if the best thing you can do is stay right where you are and call out to God and say, will you come collect me? Because here's the thing, there was a time where a sheep got lost and Jesus said the sheep shepherds set out to find that lost sheep. Can't you imagine the shepherd winding through those country roads through the night? When the shepherd found that lost sheep, he got down on his knees and lifted the sheep up and put him on his shoulders. The shepherd carried that little lost sheep all the way home. Doesn't that sound so good? That is a picture of how Jesus Christ comes and collects you. And there was also this time when a coin got lost. And Jesus said, the woman lit her lamp. She swept out her whole house. She got down on her hands and knees and ran her fingers along the grout between every stone in her floor. Wouldn't it be so nice to have someone so desperate to come collect you? That is a picture of how Jesus is desperately seeking you. And there was a time that a son got lost. Sure, he had his turnaround moment, his moment. He said, maybe I could go back to my father. Maybe I I could forget about being his son. Maybe I could just be an employee. But he was still pretty lost thinking like that. He was lost all the way home until his father saw him across the family farm, until his father came running with his arms open wide. He was lost until that father embraced him and kissed him and welcomed him home. Do you know how much Jesus wants to welcome you? And there was that time that the whole world got lost. And we were crying out, mayday, mayday, we're lost, we're lost. And God looked down and said, all right, you you guys stay right where you are. And I'm going to come collect you. And there was that time when I got lost, 24, 25 years old. I was walking back along that same bridge. I had walked not two hours before. 
something inside of me said, look up, Allison. Look up. And I saw a spider spinning its web. The light of the lamppost was shining on its silvery webs. And just for a moment, I knew that there was a God in all creation. And just for a moment, I was lost in an entirely new way. Thanks be to God. Let me pray for you all now.